We are back, and thank you so much for tuning so in. Retarded. Now, what's up, everybody? Uh, I am DJ Doris E. <laughs> and I'm Maya Dorsey. This and is- I shouldn't say retarded. I'm sorry. Special. You're very special. Did you say retarded? I did. I surely didn't hear it. I did. I Being said retarded. That's the, not that's not the correct term. To in use. today's time, the things that we got away with. And back I said in the day, I said that jokingly too because so. I didn't even hear you. And if you said that, I probably just kind of smirked like, because <laughs> yeah. back in our back in my day, yeah, it you, didn't. That, that was what we said. Yeah, you said it like stupid, but not like in a literal sense. Like you know, everything. Like is you so, wasn't talking about like a actual disabled person yeah, you know what i mean like, it was just like you're so stupid you're so retarded you ignorant are you ignorant yeah. yeah it's so funny how we got so many sayings now that we used to we got so many things that we said back in the day that we say today is yeah. offensive so i have to be you have to be politically politically correct because quote, quote. we are uh, it's so, on this platform it's and so, so i don't want to get any hate mail <laughs> like she said it's retarded so i am you, i am culturally sensitive in that aspect because man, of my you know my trade but i don't think so, we ever meant any harm by it. i didn't but i just wanted to clarify no, I know, just I know, in case it I know, came up i'm talking about back in the day we didn't mean any harm by it um it was like for instance one that really threw me off was indian style there's certain things that we say now that if we say it to our kids, they'd be like, what? For instance, one day um, I was talking to Jay. This was a couple of years ago. And I was saying something about her being in physical education class, not gym class. Gym class. Phys ed. She With was, the gym shoes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she was, I was asking her something. I said something like, oh, so were y'all sitting down Indian style? And she's looking at me like, Indian style? What are you talking about? And I was like, Indian style? So she was looking at me like, what is Indian style? And I'm like. Crisscross applesauce. No, so I had to sit down and do it. And she was like, oh, you mean crisscross applesauce? And I was like, when did this change? And come to find out, I think it was offensive that we were calling a way that people sit down Indian style. Yeah, I'm sure it was a lawsuit. Somebody sued somebody. <sighs> you know, um. You looked at my my phone to see what time it was, and I just instantly got irritated because my battery is, like, dying. I got an iPhone 11 Pro Max. Mm-hmm. Before quarantine, my phone, I could not kill my phone. I just could not drink. I would go to work. I would have all type of things happening during the day. I'm listening to podcasts, listening to music, listening to stuff on YouTube, doing all this stuff, get home, talk on the phone, da 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 It's 11, 12 o'clock at night, and it's still like at 13%. Mm-hmm. Now, by mid-morning, that mug is down to like 46%. You know I charge my phone overnight. Mm-hmm. By like 11 o'clock, it's at like 46%. And I'm like... I'm just looking at you because my phone has been doing it forever. But see, since you have had the... This is a brand new phone. Best of the best. The cream of the... Cream I, of the cream, okay? I, I don't know if it's an update. I just said, well, maybe it's just me. Because just a month ago, you were bragging about, like, my phone don't die. Why are all your phones dead all the time? My phone don't die. I think it's a new update. Jinx, jinx. I think it's a new update that they put out because I'm like, it's just all of a sudden I noticed. And I'm like, why is my phone jinx, halfway jinx. dead? And I think it's a new update because I did just put a new update on there. And I'm like, 
Well, okay, this is maybe the that's the problem with mine because my phone midday. Because you like, why your phone always dead in the middle of the day? Because you don't charge it in there. I do. Time. That's a lie. You I charge like, oh, my phone every night. Oh, I didn't have it even plugged in. That's like a rare occasion, like once every couple months. Get but out of here. But you always get a bad phone. Every phone that I get you ends up going bad. Something goes wrong with it. Well, first it. of all, I keep my phones much longer than you. Okay. That's number one, because I don't get a new phone every time it come out, even though I can. Mm-hmm. Because I got the iPhone for life, which I didn't know I had. So I can get a new phone every time they release one. Every 12 months. But I don't get a phone. I get a phone maybe once every two years, sometimes pushing towards three. When I want a phone, it's because my phone is starting to call people on its own, not hang up, doing something stupid, and I'm like, I'm over it. It's time for a new phone. You... On the other hand, keep a fresh iPhone, mm-hmm. brand spanking new off the belt, okay? Mm-hmm. So, yes, the life of your phone looks different from the life of mine. But yours go bad within like a couple of months. It does not. I have not had any issues with my phone. This phone right here, what issues have I had with it? Say say word. No, say I'm, so. I'm thinking. Say oh. I'm thinking. Uh-huh. It's been issues when I'm like... And here's my thing. Just I, say, I, oh. No, 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 no. There's been issues with your phone, and it's always something with your phone. I'll just be like, see, I look at it like my this. A phone, phone has to have maintenance. No, the, the phones have to have maintenance that you have to do just like uh, like just like anything else. You have to take care of it. Now, I always tell everybody in this house, turn your phones off at least once a week. And I have been doing it. Actually, this weekend, I turned my phone off twice, okay, for two nights. You, However, you just started doing that. Maybe in the last month, mm-hmm. consistently. Now I was doing it periodically before then. I mean, y'all would go but consistently, two, three I do it. it off. I'm yeah, like, y'all got to turn your phones off because I use my time. alarm and everything else. But anyway, what was going on with my phone? I'm I'm recalling is my storage was full. Mm-hmm. That's what was wrong with this phone. But that's been an issue for two phones because even though I have a 64 gig. Remember you said it says media and nobody can figure out what the media is on it that's holding up all the storage. Mm -hmm. And so my phone gets full fast. That's what you're thinking of. But I had no other issues with this phone. Knock on some wood. I can't think of what it is, but it just be like, (sighs) now the the phone getting full, that one I still don't understand. I got the same amount of storage you have, 64. But what I do is, and I thought I set it up on your phone. I'm pretty sure I did. I just can't figure out why yours is getting full. And Mine, it says media, and it's using up a whole bunch of gigs under media. Yeah, we got that part. And so I took I, it to the store, and they said they ain't know what it was. Yeah, I can't figure so, it out. I don't because know. Because I back up my phone when I plug it in at night; it backs up every night. And I did. The, I set yours up the same way. And mm-hmm. my phone never. I got sixty four gigs. As much media as I do, mine never goes over forty six percent ever. Actually, right now, because Noah was getting on me the other day, like, Mommy, I bet you your phone full. So he went in and looked at it, and right now I'm down to... 63. No, uh Like 34. I couldn't believe it. What did he do? He just looked at it. He didn't touch it. I mean, he didn't manipulate anything. He just said, how much storage do you have? Oh, so and we looked at it. So something on his own. Something, and something has suggested, because I have like 30 gigs left right look, now. Look, look at God. Won't he do it? He's doing miracles in the background. Every time. Somebody he say get no background. Because in the background, when the background refreshes, <gasps> and the background refreshes and you don't do Once nothing. Again, get special for no reason. So, um, check this out. Uh, I feel like this past weekend, I had such a f- fulfilling 
feeling. Does that make any sense? I feel like my spirits. You were was, fulfilled. I was fulfilled. My, I okay. feel like my spirits was lifted. And here's why. Because of this corona that's going on, mm-hmm. my phone has not been ringing. My emails have not been getting anything. Because obviously, can't nobody do any events. Now, the only emails that I have been getting <laughs> is cancellations, which is understandable. You know, um, bride saying, hey, we got to push our wedding back. Whatever the case may be. Uh, events that I had planned, you know, from corporate events and stuff like that. Um, government events. I had all type of events, and they like, you got to cancel. Totally understandable. There was no, There was no getting around it. All my April canceled, all of my May's canceled, half of March canceled, because, you know, they started, like, close to mid-March. So, I get a call on a Thursday, last Thursday, from a church, one of our favorite churches. Um, mm-hmm. And they was like, hey. We got a rooftop revival happening on Saturday, mm-hmm. 48 hours later. Are you available? I'm like, heck yeah, I'm available. Ain't nothing else going on. So I did that on Saturday. Was supposed to. You did do it. I did. I got there set up. But it was like a psych. And it rained. Mm-hmm. Right now, and my laptop got a little drizzle on it. I'm like, oh nope, gotta shut this down. Like I can't function with a wet. Like I can't let this kill my laptop. Obviously, but before that, you know, we've been doing these like graduation. I thought you said you were gonna put your tent up. Never said anything about a tent. Yeah, I said it. I said you need to make sure you take your tarp or your tent or something with you because if it rains, I couldn't do that. I couldn't go up there and change up the whole setup. Negro, I'm talking about to cover your equipment. In most cases, I would, but they got a whole setup. I can't just go and take that big old. Okay. No, I'm just saying. I mean, in most cases, I would if it was just me, but I'm up there with a whole production. It's a whole production. But you have that smaller tent. No, I don't. That thing is huge. The one that the, the one that you use. Um, it's a canopy. It's like it's like a um. 20 by 20. Well, you need something because if it would have downpoured and y'all sitting up, up, well, up there on the I roof. Got a, I got a case. So I'm able to put stuff in my flight case and it's, uh, it seals. Okay. So that's what I was able to do. But I can't just take a tent in the middle of a production. Well, I'm just saying I get the whole tent thing, but I'm saying something to cover up your equipment. And yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, as soon as, soon as it start, happen, soon as it start raining. Yeah, yeah. As soon as it start raining, I got like a, a sleeve that I can slap everything into okay. and just seal it up and cover, cover it up and then seal it. Okay, proceed. Um, so, but now before that, we did like uh, five graduation, four houses, four houses that we did. And luckily, they was all like within a 10-minute proximity. And two of them was in within like a one-minute proximity. So, we did that. And I did that like from one thirty to 3 o'clock. And then I had to go to the church and be there about 4.30 to set up. Got there about 4.30, set up. It was supposed to start at... Seven o'clock, six o'clock. I was supposed to start. Mm-hmm. Five fifty starts raining. Starts like we see the clouds and we looking like, oh shoot, here come the sprinkles. We like, oh shoot, downpour. Mm-hmm. So I step up in the building with the praise and worship team and just we just kind of like, okay, is this thing gonna pass us by? So the, um, 
prison worship leader was like, you know, the pastor came and was just like, what are we going to do? And they just kind of like talking. They're like, well, it's supposed to stop. They're just going to come back. He was like, we're just going to have to reschedule it for tomorrow. So he was like, they looked at me and was like, can you come back tomorrow? They're just making sure everybody can come back. Like, can y'all come back tomorrow? Everybody's like, yeah, yeah, come on, let's do it. So go back on Sunday. And surprisingly, I think it was more people there on Sunday night than it was Saturday. Yeah, probably because of the rain. The forecast. Yeah, I mean, and it turned out to be beautiful. Like, it looked like it was going to rain again. Cause I it called, did, because I was like. I called you like, uh-oh, this ain't looking too good again. Mm-hmm. But actually, it kind of like passed us by. And the sun was like right up under the clouds. So it was like this little cool. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it was just a beautiful event. I mean, it they put on a production. Mm-hmm. I guess no other way we would expect them to do it. Right. They put on a they production. They do. They do. They put on a really just on Sunday. They put on a really good. <laughs> you don't want to say like show, but it feels like it. Yeah, it feels like a concert. I was gonna say you don't want to say show, but a concert. That's how it feels. Yeah, but the production of it. Yeah. I mean, from the lighting and I yeah. mean, they had a show, and then at the end, they ended off with probably one of the best fireworks shows I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. I mean, for something on that caliber, but it was up there on the level of like a amusement park like a king's island or something yeah from the videos you showed me i was like and then they, okay. they did something i ain't never seen nobody do they lit off these big old fire bombs and i'm talking about i'm across the parking lot and a heat just hit you in the face like a blow dryer mm. i was like like nobody expected it was just this big boom and it was like three fire uh big old fire thing it looked like we was in the iraqi war or something <laughs> and somebody set off somebody did like a, a drone missile launch or something and they dropped three of them and three explosions went off i mean it was that big it was that and i just cut off my camera like i caught some footage and i thought it was over and that's when it was like boom boom boom, boom. and i was like whoa and you just seen everybody's face like like kind of like it caught everybody off guard like nobody expected that's cool so that was such a oh and then after that I was going to go home, but you was over at our cousin's house. And um, I was like, man, we ain't done this. Because, you know, we go to Sunday dinner every Sunday. During we, power season. Especially during power season. Then they have like some the, special esp- things. Especially Super Bowl. Yeah, Super Bowl, uh, Thanksgiving, New yeah. Year's Eve, mm-hmm. all the special stuff. I mean, that's just how my cousins get down on. They love to entertain. Mm-hmm. So at uh, first I was going to go home because I was up on that roof and um, stomach was bubbling. So I'm like, I'm in between home and there because they live in Westchester. Mm-hmm. So they live like 20 minutes away from us. You were 20 minutes on either side. I was 20 minutes either way. Home or them. Technically, they were 25 minutes. Our house is 16 minutes. Oh, okay. Well, that was technically nine, nine, it's, it's, nine minute difference. It's still halfway either way it goes. So I'm like, oh, snap. I need to go home. I don't, I don't care if this is my blood family. I ain't doing that in nobody else's house. Did you hold it the whole time? I briefly went into the bathroom. But, um. <laughs> you what you do? Let out 10% and save the 90 when you got home? Man, listen, I went in there and handled myself real quick. And, um. Because you was, I was like, okay, did he go to the bathroom? Because we were already no, I, there. I, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't do the. Mm-mm. So you held it all that time? Sometimes after you hold it for so long. It kind of like, you know what, when I got home, it was like, all right, player. That's why at a certain point I was like, all right, I, I'm ready to go. Dude, because I'm sitting here the whole time in my head like, he acting cool, 
But I ain't really seen him go in there and baptize the toilet yet. Mm-mm. Because usually you be in there a wow. So like, I was like, like so that's why I told you, I'm like, go to the basement if you if you go. And you never did. You came in there talking, laughing. I'm like. But I cut out for a second. <laughs> Good to see y'all. But no, I didn't. Mm-mm. So so then I was just wondering. That was something that I was like, did he ever go to the bathroom? I did, but I didn't. I, I went to the restroom, but I didn't handle. You ain't blow it up. I didn't blow it up like I wanted gotcha. to. Gotcha. I was curious. I forgot to ask you, so I'm glad you brought it up because I did mean to ask you, like, so did you go to the bathroom? Yeah, so okay. I left a ring around the road. And I didn't hear anybody say, woo! <laughs> I smell like potpourri, that's why. So I was like, maybe he didn't. <laughs> Girl, I got Glade plug in Shoot. Okay. But anywho, so and yeah, no I, just, I, I felt full. Like, our, now, our normal crew that's there, wasn't there. It wasn't there. It probably wouldn't At even have. No. So it was good just to see some family. And we did a listen, I'm gonna be honest, because I know people are gonna ask. So like y'all went around people and all of that and it, we listen. I'm we guilty. Okay. Now we tried our best to social distance. Like we wasn't like hugging. Like I didn't hug anybody. I did. But I didn't. I didn't hug anybody or anything like I that. I didn't hug that many people. I know when Janae left I gave her a hug. Oh, Janae did hug me, so I lied. Yeah. But I didn't, she hugged me, but I wasn't like going around like, hey, like I normally do. Hey, y'all, hey, y'all, hey. You know, it wasn't like that. Um, And we were outside at first. Like before you came, we were sitting outside in the back because it was only like seven, eight of us. So we was just sitting outside and like had to sitting around this table, but everybody was like sitting on, the, you know, at the end of each table, each corner of the table. Mm-hmm. Because they were barbecuing, but it wasn't like we were just oh, tight like crabs. You like know what I mean? Us- like we usually be. No. But even still, I ain't gonna the, th- the thought crosses your mind. Yeah. Where you be like, oh, Lord, I hope didn't nobody have anything. But see. Or we had something and we didn't know we had when it. When we was like, at the church. That's when, true. Not we, but when I was at the church, I shook a couple of hands. I seen somebody that I ain't seen in a long time. And I was like, what's up, bro? And usually I'd be like, up oh, fist pound. But it was a couple of people that I did hit them with the fist pound because I'm like, I don't know you. Mm-hmm. Not not in a disrespectful way. It's like, I don't know where your hands been. He, granted, I didn't know where my dude's hands been either because he was with his wife. I don't know what they was doing. Oh, but, my um, God. <laughs> but uh, I was like, what's up, bro? You know, gave him a dab, gave him, you know, the man hug. And I ain't going to lie, it felt good. Like, I ain't been able to do this in two months. Like, it's been the weird. It's been weird. Number one, I ain't really been seeing people because we've been cooped up at home. But the times that I have seen people, like, "What's up, bro?" Elbow bump, or yeah. or throw the fist up in the air. Like even our neighbors, we walk past them. What's up, bro? And it's kind of like y'all hesitate to even come close to each other. Like, yeah. But you know, so the kids were playing. Now the kids, listen. The, ki- the kids was playing with their Jaden, cousins. Jaden, Jaden, Noah did come in the house with mask on, and they were like, "Look at the Dorsey kids with the mask on." And so Noah, it was like only the Dorsey kids got the mask on. But Noah had his mask on for quite a while. Then it was time to eat, and then I think he took his mask off, and that was the end of that. But again, I'm not gonna lie. Seeing the kids in heaven, being able to play with each other and interact with each other after almost three months of this, um, 
was the positive, right? That was the side to make you feel like, oh. But then on the other side, as a, you know, being cautious and being aware of the potential risk, that crosses your mind too. Yeah. So I ain't going to lie. It's not like, okay, we free and it was great. Let's do it all again. You know what I mean? Like you you still do have apprehensions. It's tough. It's one of those things for me where I just got questions, a lot of them. And you watch the news more than I do, way more than I do because I barely watch it. I'm not saying you just avidly watch the news. You just watch it more, way more than I do. Because I come to well, you, I keep up with it from the from reading, and I don't really I, necessarily watch I just, it. I just it depresses me and it confuses me, and that's where I'm going. It's like you got on the kids today. I think you did um, about some of the some our neighbors' kids came out and they was out there playing, and you <laughs> you told them to put their mask on. I'm like, it's 90 degrees, Jade. Y'all gonna die. Y'all gonna suffocate with the mask. No, on. So, so no, I'm, wait. Because how this how it started was, can we go outside? Mm-hmm. I said, sure. Yeah. So then it was, can we go outside and play in the water? Uh I'm like, I don't know. So then it became, well, can we go and play? Why don't don't you know? Number one, the water is paid for through HOA. So I don't care how much water they use. Well, I do because they be still monitoring the units and how much we use per unit. But. I'm like, what y'all about to do with the water? There is no hose out there. Now, I will get them a little water feature thing that they can play in the water or whatever so they can do that. But I'm like, what y'all about to do with the water? Like, what the water about to be doing in the back? So, when they were like, well, can we play with the neighbor's kids? Mm-hmm. I'm like, you know, y'all just need to be careful. How is that supposed to work? Like, I'm, my question is, how does that look? Yeah, and so that's what, what my, does that look like? That's where my confusion lies. It's like... We've been we've been told so much where it's like number I remember the, one of the first things was like surfaces you can't touch anything like door handles shopping carts just stuff and it was like it can sit on surfaces then hard that, hard surfaces hard surfaces mm-hmm. then about a week ago it came comes out from the CDC it doesn't live on surfaces. It doesn't live on surfaces. On hard surfaces, yeah. So we like, okay, does it or does it not? Then the argument became everybody should wear a mask. Then you got some people saying you shouldn't wear a mask. Well, I haven't heard the whole you shouldn't have wear a mask. Because oh, I've been hearing. I haven't because I've, I've seen, been hearing from medical professionals like. What's the reason? Nothing. What's the reason? They're saying that you should be like there is a such thing if you keep yourself away from bacteria and germs and you keep yourself. And that's building up, your immune system up. So, but oh, hold on, you, you, you to answer your question, they've been saying it like you should be able to go out. You're not wearing a mask when people got the flu. They're like your body builds immunities mm-hmm. against stuff. Antibodies. So you're trying to shield yourself. So medical professionals are saying you shouldn't wear. You like what's the like? No, that's not going to do anything. And then you got. People from the government saying you should. So it became, and then you see even President Trump is ain't wearing one. So it was like, what what are the rules here? So it, it's so much confusion. Where my where now my biggest confusion is this. I know it's been warned against opening up the um, opening up the world, opening up the states or whatever, opening up the economy. That's the word I'm looking for. Some are saying from the jump, y'all should have never shut it down. Some are saying. Keep it shut down. You're hearing from different professionals. Medical professionals are like, I'm hearing medical professionals saying, y'all should have never shut it down in the first place. 
people need to be out and about because if you shield them away and they are not exposed to anything, as soon as they get exposed to it, they're never going to get it the worst because they their body hasn't built up any type of immunity against it. Then you got some people are like, no, you need to stay away from it because it's daily, yada, yada, yada. So it's just been these conflicting arguments to where I'm like, I don't know who to listen to. So even when it comes to the kids playing and us going places, I'm like, one part of me is like, we should be staying in house. The other part of me is like, well, how long are we supposed to stay in the house? At what point do they say, you're free? It's just been so much confusion within me that's like, I don't know who, I'm listening to professional doctors, people that are on the front line who are saying people should be out. Then I'm listening to other quote unquote experts that are saying y'all should be up in y'all's house. So I'm like, well, the people on the front line who are actual medical doctors are saying something it, totally opposite. It's just been confusing from what I've been hearing. You know, I think mainstream media is saying one thing, but we live in an era now where mainstream media is not to say all. People can pay, post a Facebook. But Facebooks. it's not mainstream media. So, for example, we're looking at, um, we have briefings every Tuesday and Thursday now here in Ohio by the governor. Oh, he don't do it every day no more? No, he does it Tuesdays and Thursdays now. See how, and how the health director, Amy Acton. So, it's not just the media that we're listening to we're also listening to for some some states some people from some some states we're also listening to our um government official and our health directors in our states and counties that's telling us advising us how we should navigate through this time mm-hmm. so i think that's one of the cautions that people are referencing they're going based off of what what is the health director saying? What is the governor saying? What is the recommendation? But then what happens, it gets complicated when you have the federal government level, which is the White House and their directors and staff saying something that is opposing from your local government. Because, I mean, even so our governor So that's has where it out. gets... Even our governor has kind of came out and said, I don't care what the president is saying. This is what we're doing. Exactly. And so that's what I'm saying. That's Which where, causes more confusion. That's where it gets complicated. And that's why he had to relinquish and say, well, listen to your local governors. They're doing a great job. Right? Because he at first was like, this is the national model. If you can see my face right now. But go ahead. Yeah, he did. He was like, initially it was like, this is a national model and everybody needs to follow this model. And then over time, he loosened that stance and said, well, governor and this, this, and this, and this are doing this and they're doing a fine job. You all should listen to your local governments and health officials for directions. Now, he did blast a couple different states about the way they handle things, for, but for the majority he said in his press briefings that they are having conversations with the governors and the mayors and all of that. And they're allowing states and local government to guide their communities. Mm -hmm. So that's what I'm saying. It's like, that's where it gets confusing when you got Ohio governor getting on every day at two o'clock. And then you have the president getting on at four o'clock or 12 o'clock. And he's saying something completely different than what your local governor is saying. That's where it's like, wait a minute, hold on. And then I forgot the name of like Dr. Fauci and then the other lady that is advising the um, president. They get there spewing out their facts. And then you hear the local facts Mm -hmm. on the ground where you live. Mm -hmm. And it's like, whoa, wait a minute. What is it? 
What is it? Mm-hmm. Hydrochlorothoxanine what it, or roxanine yeah. or whatever it's yeah. called. That Now they're saying that, I read an article today, that's killing people. You know, so but I seen something else where it's helping people, right? And so they're like, "See, that's confusing." Because the president took it, so Trump took it. He took the medication, mm-hmm. and so people were like, "What are you taking it for if you don't have COVID? Like, mm-hmm. what you taking it for?" So he's like, "I'm trying it." You know, I guess he was just trying to experiment with it. That door is not locked, FYI. Um, trying to experiment with it, mm-hmm. and then now, like the CDC, from what I read, saying that it may not be as effective because it may actually kill people so that's what i'm saying it's like all these different speculations and when you start talking about a vaccine nope and then you have some people i'm gonna be honest it's like they're not gonna do the tuskegee experiment on me nah. so when the mm-hmm. vaccine come out you ain't gonna see me to the they can go ahead and do whatever they want with it but um i won't be participating because they're saying that the vaccine will be available for every american citizen that they'll have enough vaccines available that everyone can get it mm-hmm. So, I mean, it, it's it's a lot. Do I feel like um, we should just be free reign now and no. go out here and not have a mask in the grocery store or be out here just not wearing masks in general and just having parties and gatherings and all of that because it's over and it's free? No, I don't believe that. But I don't know if I'm going to be as stringent as I have been. You know, you know I, I just went to Sam's before we recorded. But people in the stores are not wearing masks. When I say I'm the only one, one up in there, yeah. one out of fifteen people was literally. wearing a mask. I was looking like literally people are not wearing masks in I the don't stores. Know. I, you see, and that's the thing. I think people are just frustrated. I think people. I think people are over it. People I think are people like are frustrated. I think people are over it. And I think people are just coming up with their own conclusions because it's like I don't know what to believe. Yeah, and then you get into the conspiracy theory of people saying they pushing pad numbers and it's not true. And yeah, and that's my other thing. It's like you've been, I've been hearing that too, like that there are people that are getting hospitals are getting paid more if it's listed as a uh, COVID nineteen. So to me, that makes me wonder how extreme is this thing really. And then I've heard from local health professionals here in Dayton area that's like, I'm in the hospital and we have max 10 cases that have come. We don't have, you know, this overwhelming demand of patients that we need to care for with COVID. Even when I had to go to the a hospital, which I was ugh, dreading um, for some testing. And I went in there, and I mean, for that reason, I was like, I don't want to go. I mean, I just had a whole meltdown. Uh, you was boo-hoo crying. I was. I ain't going to lie. Show sure did. And um, went in there. I said, suck it up and get your... Uh, I didn't say that, but go ahead. Don't, don't, don't get on here and start clowning and, and making up stuff. I didn't. I cried with you. Yeah. I'm still lying. Okay. Um, Anywho... Um, when I went then, that was almost six weeks ago now, seven weeks ago. Did somebody just walk past? Mm-mm. Just seen something. Okay. Said that, um, that's your ADD kicking in. I'm going to need you to focus. No, I seen some movement, so I was thinking somebody just walked past no, the door. how about it was a son, sir? Okay. Um, <laughs> and the, the lady was saying, like, no, we haven't had any issues here. Now, granted, they were taking your temperature at the door and all of that. They had everything blocked off so you couldn't slide in. Mm. But even still now, like last week, I had to go to the chiropractor for the first time, which was a very unique experience. You happily when You wasn't crying. I in. skipped. I sure did. I wore my mask and my scarf around my head. Did you wear it the whole time you was in there? Sure did. Oh, 
Did he? That's close. Yeah. He did too? Yeah. Oh, okay. That's close contact. He leaning over top of me to crack my back. So, anywho, um, they were just saying, like, we're not seeing it. Like, we're not seeing at our local hospitals here. Like, we're not seeing the numbers. We're not seeing the patients. And so, like, the doctor I was talking to, he was like, I just wonder, like, how accurate is it? Because we're expecting all of this stuff to happen, and we ain't seeing nothing like that. I've been seeing. So, I, so my question was, is it, like, in just certain parts of Ohio that is worse than other places? I think but maybe I, don't know. We, I think we see stuff coming out of New York a lot because New York they're so piled on top of each other there. Like yeah. we we are able to escape here. And which brings me to another point and then we'll we'll move on to Karen cuz I want to talk about Karen. But um and with an S. Karen's, but we got another Karen situation here. Um I kind of forgot where I was going with that. Uh what were we just talking about? The doctors wondering. I'm saying they're not seeing the patients like that. And is it how is it really? Oh, 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 serious? oh, oh. So with new with these bigger cities, I'm I'm watching things, and cities like New York, mm-hmm. Los Angeles, uh, Silicon Valley, some of these bigger cities. Mm-hmm. There is this talk around mass exodus meaning people are starting to leave these bigger cities. Like, this corona has exposed a lot. I think people are already starting to leave L.A. We heard about people leaving L.A. to move to Vegas because the property value was just so much cheaper in in Vegas than it is in L.A. So now there's this new thing. You know, I've been watching, like, the whole movie theater thing, like, wondering how that's about to happen before corona. With this, I haven't really been watching, but I'm hearing buzzing, like, corona is exposing how expensive it is in these cities and people are working from home. A lot mm-hmm. of people are working from home. A lot of people are like, are we going to go back to the office? So a lot of people are starting to, from what I've, I heard, like a um, somebody from like a board of a uh, board of realtors was saying they're seeing a spike of cities being looked at that are smaller cities that surround these bigger cities. Mm-hmm. So like people might be leaving New York to go to, Buffalo or Rochester or something like that. Or um, like they're looking at these smaller places so they can get out the city and go into these smaller cities that might be even closer. That might be close or even just we heard about people leaving New York to go to Florida. Mm-hmm. So if during Corona. So that's something else that I'm kind of like watching. That's kind of like kind of interesting to me because I think another reason why people are leaving New York based on what they were saying, because they are stacked on top of each other. It ain't just really about the money, like expensive, how expensive rent is, but they're leaving because they're like, it's too crowded here. And this Corona is just kind of like amplified, amplified these people's feelings. And, you know, I heard something about they're exploring this. um, It's like a UV light, like an ultra light that they're putting in the subways on the sub on the on the cars. Well, the church I was just at actually did that to kill the virus. They're putting it in the ventilation systems. Yeah, they said something about on the, but see, I think this this is the thing. This is where I feel like I bet the Marcelluses have that in their house. That's our Brady bunch. <laughs> they got some. They got he probably, everything. You need to call Steph. He probably do have something. But um, I think the Corona. This is where it's going to actually be better off. Leave us better off as a result of Corona. Like the sub subway, subways are filthy, right? 
DC, New York. Yeah. I done been in them. Filthy. Mm-hmm. Rat infested. All of that. I heard the rats are getting more aggressive too because they can't find food. They're eating each other now. Is that what it is? Yes. Yeah. Um, incest. Yeah, I was like, or that's not incest. Whoa. Anyway, um, but they're but these big cities, even like New Orleans, starting to address the rat issue because you know the trash was not out there. The rats was all over the street, taking over the street, everything. And so, like, they've been putting out traps, trying to kill them. And the same thing with, like, New York and these other cities, too. They're trying to get rid of the infestation. And then they're also trying to clean the subway buses and the stations and everything. And now putting this UV light thing, and I know that's not the right term. It's something else. But we get the gist. But I know exactly what you're talking about. That's going to make, in the future, that's going to make riding the subway even healthier. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Now, it's not going to stay there, like, pristine forever, right? Like, they're going to spray paint it. It's still going to be, you know, people from all walks of life on it. Mm-hmm. But, again, without corona, that wouldn't even be a conversation. It would be like, what can you do about it? Nothing. Oh, well, just move on. No way in the world you're going to clean all them subway buses. Ain't no way. So, now that they're clean and they're taking these steps, mm-hmm. it's like it's going to make things better for people in the long run you know i wonder i wonder because we travel so much we've seen different parts of the world Mm -hmm. and i was super impressed at how clean barcelona was and it's such a major it was very clean super the public restrooms was like board of health clean it was I was shocked because I do I get OCD in the public restroom. Now, granted, you had to pay to go use these restrooms, which is that's different. That's why it was clean. That's probably they had at the door. They like, had somebody like, give me somebody. I go to get at the doors of restrooms. <laughs> it was like a red light, green light. Red light means somebody's in there. Green light means it's available. Yep. And before you can get into that mug, somebody had their hand out like sure did. or or it was like it looked like an uh, arcade where you had to put the money into the to the um yep the machine into the machine. But you, you'd be like, dang, I ain't. It, it might be I don't know a dollar fifty. Cent I was or asking like I have to go to the restaurant, and it was like we could break the chain. The lady had change. Yeah, she you. did. Yep. And it was like wow. Like mm-hmm. that, I remember that one that we went to by that uh, cathedral or whatever. Yeah, that Gothic. mug was super clean. But the other thing that kind of threw me off, and this kind of off the subject, but you come out the re- there was like no male and female. You come out the stall next to a female, mm-hmm. and we both washing our hands together. I'm like, this is awkward. Oh, it was in that little room. We we it was, was at like a KFC. A little room. We stopped at a KFC out there because we was like, we oh, had, you talking we, about the KFC? I'm talking about when we were at the. Um, well, we were several places like that. Yeah, it was several places yeah. like that. But the KFC, I remember, I came out of a stall and a woman came out of the stall next to me. I'm like, what the? And we yeah. washing our hands together. like. Yeah, because I was like, that's scary. I'm like, no, nah, that's different. But yeah. it's a difference of cultures. But I just wonder, how come a city like Barcelona, just like New York, gets a ton of tourists? But how come Barcelona's so clean? I didn't see not one rat. I don't recall seeing a rat out there. I never seen. But I wasn't was, looking for him, but I didn't see anything. But I mean, but <laughs> of course, if you would have seen the mug, you would have remembered. Oh, you know, I would have. But when we was, I remember when we was in um, New York, I seen some rats. I definitely seen some rats huh. in DC. Huh. And I'm just curious, like, why is rats such a big thing in these bigger cities? When was the last time you seen a rat in Dayton? 
Listen, that's what was the so last true. time you seen like you was at a restaurant around here and you, see, and you seen Knock a rat just Knock run somewhere? I've never seen that. No, we might have heard of a mouse here or there. Yeah, like field mouse. But a, a full blown rat, I've never seen that here. Listen, went to New York last March. Was in New York for work. Mm-hmm. Took some people with me. We're there. Get on the subway to go to dinner. When I tell you, them doors open up on that subway, and the rats was waiting to, like, get in. Like, they was on the edge. So, like, when the subway doors open up, the rats was kind of, like, on the on the edge, mm-hmm. like the track edge or whatever. Mm-hmm. We all got the hollering. My crew, you could tell we wasn't from New York. But the New Yorkers probably were just like, They was like, oh, they, they're not going to do anything to you. Like, listen. We climbing up the pole because we holding on to the poles because it was standing room only. We holding on to the poles, screaming, hollering, acting a whole fool. People sitting there just as calm and collected like. Tourists. Like, oh, my God, what's wrong with them? I mean, we like to die to but the point. we don't see it here. To the point when we were coming back from dinner. Them rats be looking like possums over there. Up there. They look like freaking possums. Okay, yeah. like a baby possum. When we were coming back from dinner. They were like, I don't care how much it costs. We're taking a, we're taking an Uber. <laughs> we're not getting back on the subway. We're taking an Uber because we knew we were gonna come back and it was gonna be nighttime too. Night night. They were like over it. I yeah. mean, but I can see. I mean, seriously, it. They were huge, mm-hmm. huge. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I felt kind of good when I heard big cities like that were taking those measures to kind of get rid of them. But shoot, sometimes it takes Corona. To expose. I mean, like, I'm like, how this do people do it? So, but for us, small cities is that we would we look at stuff Ugh. differently because we're not used to it. But all right, switching subjects. Um, I we we just had another uh, incident. A couple, that, a, couple a couple of them. But I'm going to point yeah. out one. One one was Don't another. Get me started. Another one was um, uh, the cops with the knee on. on yeah, the that's guy. today. I seen that today. And the guy actually died. Yeah, he died. But the four officers did get fired, so that mm-hmm. that feels like. But the, I'm going to talk about Karen. Now, I don't want no fire. I want convictions. Yeah, I'm beyond they, the getting fired. Well, they probably got fired. That might be the first or paid step. leave. I'm talking about convictions. Yeah, they they need to be convicted. But Karen, and for anybody that doesn't understand what Karen is, we had a situation a couple of years ago. Um, I think it was in St. Louis. Where some guys was out minding their business, but they was at a public park barbecuing, and everybody seen the meme where the lady. I seen it. I just can't remember. And I think her name was Karen. Her name was Karen. Mm-hmm. So uh, she had on the sunglasses. And she called the police. Like, hey, they're out here barbecuing. They shouldn't be. Mm-hmm. And it's like, lady, mind your business. Mm-hmm. Are we messing with you? So we've been seeing more of that happening. So in this particular one that happened yesterday, mm-hmm. a lady was walking her dog in a public park and there was a sign that says all dogs are supposed to be on leashes. Mm-hmm. White lady, Karen. We're calling her Karen. This is where the term Karen comes from for anybody that's listening. Anybody that's be calling the cops on black people, they're called Karens. Mm-hmm. So she's walking her dog and wasn't on a leash. So a black guy's walking with his wife or girlfriend and he sees the dog now on a leash and he's like, Excuse me, can you put your dog on the leash? You're supposed to have a dog on the leash. Same thing they would do to us. Sure would. And the lady gets upset. So this is where the girlfriend or the wife, I'm not sure. I think she was the wife. The wife of the black man 
starts filming. And a lady's going off like, and he's she's coming toward him without the dog on the leash. She's, mm-hmm. hold, she's holding the dog by his collar. Mm-hmm. He's supposed to be on the leash. He's like, ma'am, don't come close to me. Like, you know, keep your distance. Mm-hmm. She's like, well, I'm calling the co- cops, telling them you're, you're harassing me. He's like, go ahead. He calmly. Mm-hmm. He was ahead. very calm. So she calls and gets very dramatic. He's 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 threatening me and my dog. Mm-hmm. A, bl- a, a African American. Yeah, and he's he's sitting there. Everything's being caught on video. So those are the things that I typically. And then she ramped it up a notch, like, "Please come." Yes, I'm in Central Park. I don't know where I am, but please, please come. It's yeah. like. I mean, she put on a whole, a whole, need a whole Oscar, and 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 as a black man, seriously, this is DJ Dorsey talking. As a black man, that's the type of with a black son. Yeah, but this okay. Is the, this is this is the type of, and if I was explicit, I would say this is the type of ish that pisses me off. Mm-hmm. I really don't say too much about it, but. The, the, you're seeing it too much because I think I think in a sense I've kind of become numb to it. As a black man, it's kind of like we've been we've been we've been dealing with this all of our life. Seriously. Y'all just now starting to see it on video. That is real. It's not hearsay. This is this is something that we've been saying since forever. That's right. But y- it's like but y'all are just it's just like what NWA was talking, a lot of people was like, they're doing gangster rap, and they're like, no, we're reporting what's happening on the streets. Mm-hmm. Nobody believed it until they seen Rodney King get beat. On, That's right. On, when it got caught on film, they like, oh, snap. And they like, this has been happening. Mm-hmm. This just so happened to get caught on tape. Mm-hmm. This type of stuff has been happening to black people forever. Forever, since the since we came on this This land. reminds me of... <laughs> Sweet potato pie. We've mm-hmm. been having sweet potato pie, but as soon as patty pies come out, everybody goes crazy. And it's like, uh, these pies have been in our life. It's been, it been around us all of our life. But now that it's getting exposed and it's in Walmart, now y'all want to react. We've been on about uh, sweet potato pie. Y'all just knew about pumpkin. This is kind of the same thing. It's like, we've been getting police called on us for minding our own business. And this even dates back to Emmett Till. Mm-hmm. Emmett Till was a black man. Mm-hmm. Anybody that wants to do some research, do some research. He was a black man minding his own business, and this was back back what in the fifties, I believe. Something like that. Nineteen fifty three, if I could be close to right. He's minding his own business, taking a stroll, and a white lady reports him whistling at her. Mm-hmm. He did no such thing, but he got beat to death, mm-hmm. lynched. He got lynched. That's right. This lady comes out a few years ago, upper 80s, lower 90s, said, yeah, I lied. And ain't in jail. See what I'm saying? She lied on him. She free. Lived her whole life. Lived her whole life. This man, maybe maybe she got to a certain point where the guilt was eating her. I don't know. When you're but 80 she is, and, I think, and one step in the grave I think she's still point. living to this day. This, this, I don't know. This was maybe two years ago. Two, three years ago when she came out and was like, it never happened. And this man got lynched. That mother in agony because she don't have her son. And over a whistle, like a, she said he whistled at her, kind of like, kind of like one of those things. So this is one of them situations where it's kind of like an Emmett Till. This man was walking with his wife. A lady's walking with her in dog. In Central Park. 
The woman's walking with her dog, not on a leash, but the dog should have been on a leash. She's using her quote unquote, well, not even a quote unquote, she's using her privilege. Her white privilege. She's using her privilege. And all she had to say was, it's a black man. I, that's all she had to say. That's it. That was and weaponizing that us. That was weaponizing it. And mm-hmm. it's like, then she comes out and apologizes. Oh, did she? I, I didn't miss the apology. Yeah, yeah. I sent you the article. I didn't read the article. I just seen that, seen the clip. Yeah, yeah. Well, the clip didn't show that part. Mm-hmm. But she's she, saying the apology. She, she apologized like, I know what I was doing was wrong. I shouldn't have done it. But see, Is that right? Let me tell y'all something about black people and black. It's this thing that we call black Twitter. Black Twitter is a real thing. If we can monopolize off of that, we would. So black people went into investigation. And what ended up happening was, based on the video of this Karen, they seen her name. They seen her name and seen who her employer was. Mm -mm. They reached out to her employer, forwarded the video to them. The employer made a statement like, we don't condone this. They put her on administrative leave immediately. Then she ends up getting fired. As a black man, and hear me when I say this, that felt good. I was happy to see her get fired. And it's not even an aha. It's more of a finally, mm-hmm. a sense of justice. Mm-hmm. Like, it's still not enough for me. It, it's still not. But, but it, I get it's, it. It's some, as a black man, it's, it's, a, it's a feeling of now you feeling what we feeling. Mm-hmm. You this thing backfired on you and you get what you deserve. As a black man, I have to there's certain things that I can't do that if I was with a white friend and I joke we was the other day when we went out um doing the graduation things, we joking. It was some kids sitting out. I'm with um Steve and his son, two white guys. And out, it was some kids out there selling like free drinks. I'm in Springboro. Springboro is very white. Where we live is very white. But there's some kids out there, you know, selling lemonade, Kool Aid. They give it for for donations. Mm-hmm. So I wave and I I laughed and I was like, ah, oh, I better not do that. I was like, black man, black man waving at these kids. And I looked at Steve and I was like, up, oh, never mind. I'm safe. I'm with y'all. And they start laughing. I'm like, y'all laughing, but that's really how I that's feel. That's the truth. Yeah. I'm like. I'm with y'all, like I feel safe. And I said, it's it's times where I'll be joking in the lunchroom. I'm telling them this. Cause Steve is he he's and I got other white friends that are like, Man, I, I hate that you're going through this. And I appreciate that. Like, but what I need you to do more of is speak up. Mm-hmm. Speak up on our behalf. Mm-hmm. Because it's a lot of people that say they don't believe, like, I can't believe and I feel bad. But it's like use your white privilege to f- combat. That's that. right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I said, jokingly, but I'm serious. I'm like, it'd be times I'm in the lunchroom, and you know, where I work, it's only a speck of black folk. So we might, you know, black folk, somehow we just congregate together. Mm-hmm. It's just not, it's just, we just naturally, unplanned. it's mm-hmm. just unplanned. Mm-hmm. We just naturally associate with each other because we're looking for somebody that we can relate to. Majority of the time. Ma- majority of the time. few instances. But yeah, yeah, but so it might be like, it might be three of us in the lunchroom. Or in a break room, just you know, doing we get to into a conversation and we're like, Oh shoot, I'm like it's too many of us. And then a white friend walks up and starts talking with us, like, Oh, we we safe now. Right. Sarah's here. I don't know. Karen's here. But uh no, Karen's here. She might tell. 
<laughs> but um, but just as a black man, there's certain things that I have to tell our black son. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to, you know, he's only eight, but there's certain things that I'm nibbling in his ear. But when he gets to that age of driving, I'm like, look, if you get pulled over by the police, these are the things I'm going to have to explain to him. Don't reach for your license until he says to reach for it and ask for, for, for permission. Because mm-hmm. as a black man, if he say license and registration and you reach too fast, you might die. Mm-hmm. We had a situation, everybody knows, um, Ahmad um, Arbery. Yeah. He's out jogging. Now, there's some things that's kind of going on around that that I, I can't really speak on because I don't know. Don't get me started even on that because y'all want to bring up some old school stuff to try to justify but, the shooting and, that, and, and all thing, of that. That ain't got thing. nothing to do with the day that's he got shot thing. jogging. Well, what you're talking about is they bring up foot. He gets shot and killed for jogging. Somehow some footage from three years ago comes up of him getting pulled over by the police. Yeah, like, and what it's does like, that have to do with anything? That's another thing. It's like, even just being black, when something, when a black person dies... Yeah, we want to dig up his whole they, past and history and every, find the dirtiest, grimiest thing, that, thing we can find. And, and for all my white people that are friends that are listening, just watch. Just, just You probably can't see it from our perspective, but I'm telling you, this is what happens. When a black man gets killed by the hands of another white person somehow his history comes up to paint this picture of, oh, he probably it's deserved justified. it. It's justified, yeah. But every time a white person, something happens, like, for instance, what was the guy's name that um shot up the church some years ago? They was in there praying. He's in there praying. What? Oh, I can't think of his name, but yeah, the Charleston shooter. Yeah. Uh-huh. What they say about him? Mental illness. Yeah, mental illness. It always, he was always creepy in school, and the kids even, never really, you know. Even a situation that happened here in the Oregon district. Yeah. They tried to say he had a mental disease yeah. going on. It's like, if that was he a was black weird. man, if it was a black man, it's always it a wouldn't even up, matter. They bring up old video. Trayvon Martin, they did it to him. Yeah. I watched that whole trial from beginning to end. And it was end. like they tried Sick to bring man. up pictures of him holding a gun and da da da. And I'm like, What's that got to do with him walking outside with Skittles and ice Because tea? we're going to characterize you as a thug. Yeah. And then that's going to be justification for someone taking your life. But you never see that happen. You do when not. A, when a white guy goes and shoot up a movie theater or shoots up a church or something, it's always... or con- They did that with the Columbine shooter. We was just watching... What's the name of the girl we was just watching? I said it happened here in um, Warren County, and I, it was on the ID channel. Um, I, I don't remember her... Um, um, Golly, it was I a big story name. here, but she... Buried? Yeah. She, she had delivered her baby, and then she ended up burying the baby in the backyard. Mm-hmm. Parents didn't even know she was pregnant, all of that. I said, there's no way in the world she could have been black and got off. She like, no way. Happened. She ended up getting probation. Yeah, arrest. She, she got sentenced for like two years but then they flipped it over to five years downgraded to five years probation yeah are you kidding me yeah and then but there was another situation where a girl put her, a black woman put her baby in the oven in the or microwave and the they, microwave and they put her under the jail yeah she still we can't find her to this day she no. there's just certain things that happen to us and now and then they even talked about i think that girl in that case that she really truly did like have a low iq or um, some sort of mental illness or something like that. They're not putting you in no rehab facilitation center. They putting you in the prison. Yeah, it, it, it's just it's just sad. And this is this is the one thing that I just never. I would love to bring somebody on here and we can have an open, honest conversation about this because 
there, there is something that I just question, like, do white people think they're more superior than us? Because... I feel like they feel a lot of white people have expressed, like, almost in a sense of we're entitled to be here and you're a visitor. Mm-hmm. You know, like, this is our land. And it's like, but it, it, what it, gives you that right? It seems like it's something embedded in the culture because even when you think about India, Canada, the Caribbeans, how much the the, the British has taken over different lands, the Dutch took over South Africa, and it's like a lot of people probably watch Black Panther, but didn't catch some of the stuff that was said in Black Panther. And he, colonizer, you cannot speak. And they was like, what are you doing here? You going to try to colonize this too? And it's like, these were things that were said in Black Panther that everybody loved. But it was certain lines that was put in there that people probably just didn't catch. But it's like, even, even America, there was Native Americans here and they were slaughtered. And then it was like, Christopher Columbus like, we discovered this land. No. Somebody was here already. So I just wonder, not wonder, I, I would love to have this conversation with somebody. Is there something embedded in European culture that gives this feeling of superiority or something? Yes. And I'm not saying that in a derogatory way. No, but it's superiority just, is the right term. But I'm just talking yeah. about all what I'm saying is like, it's just certain things that we see as black people that are like, even even slavery. We we in Africa minding our own business. Our ancestors are in Africa minding their own business. And a carnival cruise pulls up like, y'all want to ride? Black people like, yeah, let's go. And then you enslave us? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'm reading a book now called The anti It might have been a Royal Caribbean ship. I don't know. How to be an anti-racist. And what you're talking about is white supremacy mm-hmm. and that is so heavily embedded in our culture so heavily in, in, implicit and explicit embedded mm-hmm. that to try to un people really feel like okay well from the civil rights movement movement to now we've made all this progression if you notice for real we are taking so many steps backwards so many steps backwards that if we don't get a grab on it for real, that our grandkids and great grandkids can be battling something that's worse mm-hmm. than the civil rights movement because we are taking steps backwards. We're not going forward, but because this society believes because we had a black president that we have somehow eradicated racial issues not at all and we have not it was going on while he was in there hard. he is not and even that I documentary remember when, he, I remember when he won i felt afraid the way people were really oh yeah you were like oh lord please don't let nothing happen to him but see this is the thing even with the afraid, i felt afraid for me oh well because i don't think was, i necessarily felt afraid people for was myself. going a little crazy in 2008 when he won i feel i felt less afraid in people 2008 than i felt in 2016 now 2016 when trump got elected yes i felt afraid so what i'm saying is um even in becoming the documentary that michelle obama did on netflix she talked about it she talked about how they had to be how they had to put intentional effort 
her and her family Mm -hmm. and being the most upstanding people that they could possibly be Mm -hmm. because they recognized the responsibility of the representation that they had. Mm -hmm. They had to depict black families as intelligent, articulate, you know, educated, classy, Mm -hmm. everything because our, our society needed it. Yeah. Needed to see it. It was a boost. However, it was a boost. We it ain't like a, a boost. we ain't overcome. We ain't we, overcome. we we still are in a society that is liberty and justice for some, but yeah, and not liberty and justice for all. And it feels like never mind. I don't like talking politics, but um, hey, I'm just that's all yeah, I'm gonna yeah, say yeah, about it. Yeah, but it ain't for all. It ain't for all. So you know, the, the, these are the things that we deal with, and um, it's almost like. Karen the Supreme. You know, Supreme Karen. Yeah, thanks. Sorry. Yeah, we heard all that. Supreme Karen. So, um, these are the things that we're dealing with and that we're battling with. Um, It's it's a struggle being being a black person, but especially being a black man. Being a black man, it it, it's it's a little bit more for the black man than it is for the black woman. Not black women are dealing with a lot of stuff too, but it's just a little bit more for a black man. Like, and I don't even go a step down. It's not even black man; it's the black male. Yeah, because when you look at yeah, Tamir Rice, mm-hmm. a baby. Okay, mm-hmm. so it's black males are feared. Period. And so that has to change. Is it feared or just flat out disrespected? No, it's feared that you're going to somehow have this Goliath strength that you can just take down anybody and everybody. So we were afraid. Like I looked at something because I follow Sean King. God bless him and the work that he's doing. Um, and, and Tamika Mallory. But um, it was a story that I seen where I forgot where it was, but this man was, they followed him, number one, from the crosswalk all the way over to another location, thought he had something in his pocket from a distance, like how could you see? He was holding up his pants in actuality, gunned this man down from a distance. He used a, you probably know, like a sniper or something. Who, who, who gunned The police. Oh, the police. Some sort of long distance rifle. They probably had an AR. And boom, 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 shot the man down. Now they attempted to cover it up and told everybody, turn your body cameras off. Everybody turn your body cameras. I have to show you the video. This I just seen this last week. Turn your body cameras off. So one officer did not. He was from a different um, district, I think. He did not turn his camera off. So that's how you got the real footage. They let that man lay out there like a dog and die. Shot him in the back. They checked him. Was like, find a gun, find a gun, find a gun. There was no gun. That man was holding up his pants. But how it got reported out to the press, to the public, was it was a justified shooting. So it wasn't until the video from the officer's camera came out that the family really got the justice that they knew that they deserved and now that's being contested like how y'all gonna go out here and say that y'all shot him justifiably but then when the video comes out from this officer's camera y'all clearly saw that he didn't have a gun but you still report to the media that he did so it's it 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 infuriates me 
superiors to all of us. Because I have a son. Mm-hmm. I have a nephew. I have nephews. I have a husband. Cousins. Mm-hmm. That I know y'all character. Mm-hmm. I have friends. My friend's husbands. Mm-hmm. Their co-workers. sons. Co-workers. Mm-hmm. And it's like. Our lives are so devalued because of our skin color. The color of our skin. That's it. Not our character. Not what you say. Not how you conduct yourself. Just the mere fact that you're feared because of the color of your skin. You know, and I think this is where I wish more people understood culture because culturally, all people are different. Whether you white black hispanic mexican indian asian we all just got different we, we're just different was that no did i pick that up i can hear yes i can hear him through the headphones i'm like what the heck that's because he has his headphones on and he's talking loud i think that is stuff because they got airpods but um <laughs> um you know it's, it's one of the things to where we're just different culturally. I enjoy being around different cultures to learn about them. And I'll never forget a white. I, w- I was in this um, uh, small group thing a couple of years ago, and it was it was it was older black men, younger black men, older white women, or younger white. It was probably like seven, eight of us together, maybe nine. And a lady asked a question. Was that the Dr. King thing? No, no. She asked a question, older white lady. Why do black people like their music so loud? Like we just had an open floor thing, and I, I enjoyed the question. I said, and 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 the answer came out like, if you go to Africa, they be out in the middle of the streets beating on their drums. This is an older black guy telling her, they beat the drums, they're singing, they're dancing. It's just something that's part of African culture. You might hear some some drums playing. Colored their face. It's just a part of African culture. Mm-hmm. So it's something that's just embedded in our soul. Yeah. That even to this day, we're going to have our music loud, whether we're cleaning the house, whether we're driving. Oh, if you go to a black church, you're going to hear. It's going to be loud. It's just part of our culture. Even talking loud. Even even because <laughs> you know you'd be like you can hear them all the way outside who is that oh you know that's uncle so-and-so <laughs> right right and it's just a part oh don't let no card game or domino game come right. out i mean it's gonna get loud but it's it's not drama it's not anything it's just part of our culture so if we understand things about our culture and when you see some of us dress especially if we love hip-hop some people might see that as a threat and it's like no this dude got on his hat backwards you know, got on a chain. Cultural on, expression. It's just his cultural expression. Doesn't mean he's a threat. Doesn't mean anything. It's just like if we see a white man with a suit. That don't, it's just maybe that's how he was like raised and maybe he's a banker. Like it's just certain. But thi- culturally, I think, I think black people are just more expressive culturally, period. We have, we have an opportunity to do so even like with our hair like our hair is an expression like right now currently jade and i both have braids my sister my niece has braids right now because number one that's definitely african culture it is but right now and the best braiders are the africans 
Mm -hmm. <laughs> Am I lying? In my experience, we go to the African ladies to get her hair braided. You look at me. I'm, like, I'm just saying because I'm like people are like no, I could braid. My sister could braid real but good. But I'm just da -da -da -da. saying like, but it's just but something apart because we y'all can't really get y'all's hair have, wet. They have a technique that yeah, I really a, like. When but we anyway, went to the Bahamas, you getting off the shit. They, they trying braiding, to they yeah. braiding your hair. But and especially now, like. It's a protective style. It's hot. It's you know. It's humid. Our hair does something different in the summer. Mm -hmm. Sweating. It's a lot. So you know, I know people are always amazed. Like, oh my god, you can do so many different things with your hair and whatever. Just and I think don't touch. It. Yeah, don't touch it. <laughs> <laughs> don't touch it. But I think that's something that I kind of enjoy. You know what I mean? I enjoy. I don't do my hair different styles like I used to because you know I used to go to Brandy. I had my hair up but you one do minute a lot down of protective the next. Styles. But now I do a lot of protective styles, and um, I enjoy switching it up and changing it. And what am I gonna wear based off of my new look? I mean, you but know. You, but you know what sucks and all that though, especially a woman, a professional. Quote, oh, it's hard. It's hard because a lot of times we have to. Unfortunately, a lot of us hide our true culture in order to fit in in the professional world. Usually when I can express my express a my hair. If a black woman walks in and she's a if she's a, a, a you don't see too many black women in corporate America with a natural hairdo. She, uh, you're saying a little bit she, more, but yeah, it's but, still but very might, rare. Now it's not a it's lot. Very rare, but now if she works for the NAACP or the Urban League. The N what? NAACP. The N day. You know what I mean? NAACP. <laughs> the Ur uh, Urban um, Urban League. Urban League. Come on like, now, like if she if she works for these different places and it's like it's more accepted there, you'll see it. Yeah. But like if she's working for like a big bank or corporation uh, a big corporation yeah she's perming her hair mm -hmm. so she's more accepted which sucks and i was a permer too don't get me wrong i got my hair relaxed we call it in our culture relax mm -hmm. um i got my hair relaxed since i was probably six years old up until what three years ago three four years ago because my hair changed like the quality of my hair changed it was damaged and i knew i needed to do something different i'm used to having long um, fairly semi-thick hair and to go from that to thinning hair I knew I needed to go natural mm -hmm. and so I went natural um, my steps were through braids and through sew-ins and wigs and stuff like that but um, there's this thing that Dove has done Dove does a lot of diversity stuff and that's why I love Dove but they have something called the crown act makes your skin smooth they have the Crown Act, which is like this act. Yeah, we're going to need a little bit of money for that little plug right there, Dove. We edit this part. For out. real. I'm just um, <laughs> The Crown Act, um, where people can sign this petition to basically um, address like that this issue, like where black women should be able to wear, or minority women should be able to wear their hair like they want to. So appreciating the value and value their hair and their differences. Mm -hmm. um, and so I think that's a small step in the direction we need to go into. I think every state needs to adapt the Crown Act. Um, some states are. I want to say California has adapted the Crown Act where you cannot be discriminated against in your workplace based on the style of your hair and how you choose to express yourself with your hair. Um, but see, that's the thing. It's like I feel like people are more, uh, employers have become very accepting of these tattoos. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, back when we was growing up, you didn't see people with tattoos and working in certain professional settings. Mm-hmm. Whereas now, I feel like it is more accepted. And so the same way you can accept all these wow tattoos up and down people's hands and arms and necks and foreheads and everything else, you should also be able to accept how people wear choose to wear their hair. Yeah, a lot of stuff is changing because it's kind of like you can't stop it. Um, yeah, but that's the one the, thing that needs to catch up. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well... We can go on and on about this, but we're going to go ahead and shut it down. Um, Yeah, it is. Yeah, my heart is kind of like, my heart is heavy, but my heart is kind of justified to see somebody get fired. Well, I'm glad you day. helped me because I've been frustrated all day. I'm yeah, not going to lie. I've been yeah, very irritated. I felt justified. Like, Cause oh, it's finally just sickening. Yeah, finally something. Like, it was just a, it wasn't that I was like ill will. It was just kind of like. Finally, a little bit. It felt like some justice happened. Again, when the officers are convicted. Now that's the other one. And when she gets it, and when she gets, when Karen gets a charge. Well, she maybe she might get a charge for uh, she get a charge nine one one call or something Mm -hmm. like that. But yeah, so I feel a little. Excuse me, I feel a little justified, but um. Cause that's uh, it's, it sucks you're ruining people's happens. lives, and what happens is not only do you ruin the life of the person that you're coming in direct contact with, but everyone else around that person. Mm-hmm. That man that died, he could have went to jail, and his fam- his family could have came and visited him. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Or he could have got released and went back home to his family. So now you have loved ones who don't have their, you know, family member. It's senseless. Yeah. Super senseless. And that man that was at that park could have got shot and killed just that quick because you made a false accusation. Quickly. That could have went real bad. So, I am DJ Dorsey. And I'm Maya Dorsey. And this is another edition of the Dorsey Den Podcast. We out. Until next time. Holla. Let me holla, holla, holla. Let me holla at you. Holla, 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 holla.